At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It is Live Bet Saturday, presented by BetMGM. Third hour of the program. Jonathan Von Tobel, Jeff Parles here by my side. We got a lot going on in the world of college football. We have kicked off for the second half between Alabama and Texas. A quick punt uh, by Texas gives it back to Alabama. One of the best punts of the day that you're going to see. Uh, Texas punter was fired up. So Alabama gets punt. their first crack at it here in this second half. Should also note, very big for a total better, like one <laughs> Jeff Parles here, Northwestern and Duke. So Duke was driving in to score. Uh, they had a goal. Was it a goal-to-go possession? For sure it was a red zone possession. I, was, I think it was at the 15-yard line. So we had a red started. zone possession uh, for Duke, uh, which passed into the end zone, through the hands of the receiver, dunked off the helmet, dunked off another helmet of a Northwestern defender, and then intercepted in the back of the end zone. So Northwestern turns away Duke. We are at 21-10 with 10.54 left to go in the third. How about I'm ahead right now? Yep. <laughs> Which is pretty miraculous. Oh, boy. Oh, Bryce Young nearly just uh, pulled the Mark Sanchez there. Uh, but 55.5 right now on Duke Northwestern is the total. Duke laying 4.5 in game in a game that really the Blue Devils have dominated the whole way and, quite frankly, should be up more than 11 points on Northwestern. Uh, that's not a good throw from Helensky there. Uh, but, look, I, I will say this. Real quick on, on Texas and Alabama because Texas goes three and out to start mm-hmm. the second half. Texas's defense has looked really good. And, John, I, I did some math. Uh, I know very, Not very, very, math, very, yeah. very shocking here. But you take out McClellan's run, Alabama's sub four and a half yards of play right now. Yeah. So Texas's defense has really, really been good in this game. And as I say, that young nice doesn't young. doesn't come close on third and 17. I, look, this is. If yours was in this game, I actually would say you should be betting Texas not only plus the seven and a half right now, you should be betting Texas outright right yeah. now. But because it's card, I, I I had the 21 in pocket. I'm not touching this again. But Texas is alive to win this game. And that is a statement that I don't think anyone would have been prepared to say at almost 2 o'clock Eastern time. So two more updates for you very quickly. So this is the magic of betting football, and especially in a window like this where there's so many games going on. The moment that Northwestern throws that interception, excuse me, uh, picks off the ball from Duke in the end zone. Five seconds later, Miami scores a touchdown yes. against Southern Miss, and they now consecutive tackles behind the line of scrimmage. They have set up Southern Miss here. It's going to be about a third and 17 or so with 6.26 left to go, up 17-7 against Southern Miss, and in-game 17.5 in favor of Miami with a total of 44.5, but the second half playing out as we had hoped. Yeah, Here. so so far so good. Crystal Ball got got his guys to wake up. Yes. I mean that that's all it is because Miami, again, you can think what you want about them. 
you can think what you want about crystal ball too. Uh, in shocking fashion, South Carolina gives up another third down. But uh, but Miami, really that end of the half touchdown that Miami scored kind of woke them up a little bit. But right now, that defense that at moments in the first half kind of fell asleep, looking much, much better, and they're going to force another three and out. Yep. So, uh, the off to a great start there. And as you mentioned, Arkansas, South Carolina That's underway 21 19 and a half now. In Miami. Yeah. I mean, look, it's fourth down. They're going to get the ball back, so it makes sense that you're going to get a little bit of a move there. Uh, and also, we are back underway between North Carolina and Georgia State. It looks like we might have a fumble. We'll see what they're going to rule uh, on the nah, field. They're they going to rule him down. down. Uh, but that was one, too, where we talked about this. Would we say North Carolina two in that So, yeah, halftime? North Carolina was two at halftime, so 13 for the game. Box score diving. I, again, I have Carolina seven preflop, so I'm not double dipping. But – Box score-wise, that indicated a North Carolina second half. Yeah. Man, the push that Arkansas is getting from their offensive line, well, it is incredible. Also, uh, Pat Fitzgerald went for it on fourth down in his own territory again. Two two straight games. Got it, too, huh? Got it on fourth and one. Good for Pat Fitzgerald coming into the 21st century. Very good. <laughs> how about the – okay, well, it's not very well, good. Well, not good there when after you, losing nine. Watch but. this. Did you see what happened here? A, uh, when you go play action but the running back goes in the opposite direction, That's not really good. great. But um, by, by the way, that's right now. Duke and Northwestern we're referring to, of course. Duke 21, Northwestern 10. Awesome. Duke five and a half point favorites live, 53 and a half your total. Again, I have 57 under, and that thing looked totally donezo. Yeah. And I'm ahead right now. Never, never give up hope. <laughs> never give up hope. Big play from Georgia well, that's State. That's a touchdown. Yeah, it is. That's wow. a big play that from Georgia State. That was a lollipop State. that ends up in a 50-yard touchdown for Georgia State. Well, maybe everyone who bet Georgia State uh, uh, getting some life here, John. Maybe. Now will they know to go for two? That well, yeah, that's the uh, that's the thing. A forty-nine yard reception from Robert Lewis gets him in the end zone, and uh, Georgia State down twenty-one sixteen. Extra point pending. We'll see if that's actually pending, or if they actually decide to go for it in that instance Miami to make it a touchdown. Also, they scored just now. Wow, yeah. quick! It, it, and this is what you run kinda, it up. So I mean, this is what you look for too in these kind of matchups especially when it plays out like this, Miami clearly is the better team in that instance. And their offense had not played very well. You have a turnover in the opposite side of the field when you're talking about driving down potentially for at least a field goal drive. You throw an interception on a fourth down. The little things like that that didn't go your way, but clearly you're winning at the lines of scrimmage. You look like the better team, and those things tend to kind of play out over larger sample sizes. So in the second half, what do we get here? Two drives, two touchdowns for Miami. Yeah, again, just just – we we timed it right. Now we yep. we really need one more stop and one more touchdown, and then we're really cooking we're with re- gas. We're really in good shape there, uh, John. Uh, right now that number is off the board. So the computer trying to oh. figure out what to get. Uh, Texas, by the way, with the ball back after forcing another three and out by Alabama in a ten ten. Yes, Texas and Alabama with. Texas under backup quarterback Hudson, Hudson Card because he's uh, limping around, by the who, way. Who is really, well, not in the Wildcats, so uh, we might get a lot of Bijan here now. Yeah. Uh, but you, look, you're, you're, you're in a scenario where, again, if you're a Texas backer, especially if you took the points, you're, you're, you're really like, liking what you see, especially from that defense. That's what it is. That defense, other than the long McClellan touchdown run, has really looked good. Yep. Card is really struggling right now. Uh, and Arkansas betters avert your eyes. They're going to punt this third down. K.J. Jefferson misplaces a, a ball deep to a wide open wide receiver that ultimately gets dropped because he loses in the sun, it seems. So a uh, misconnection by, there. By the way, Northwestern again, fourth and one, first down. This is, and this you know and this, this is helps another you too. this is a good one for me right now. Well, hopefully that's not a well. Actually, you know what? If that's a fumble, that's okay. Yep. We just took five minutes off the clock and no points. Yep. I think that's going to be incomplete though. But regardless, that's this has been a for underbackers here. Even if Northwestern scores, this is a pretty reasonable drive because you've taken five minutes off the clock. Mm-hmm. There's six and a half to go. That's going to be incomplete. His arms going forward. That should be an incomplete pass. But uh, again. John, this was as high as 64 and a half, Northwestern and Duke, and we are at 51 and a half now. Feeling good? Moving the right Feeling, direction. The positivity's there. Hey, a really quick update with Miami up on top yeah. now. Uh, 24 and a half, your spread, total of 47 almost and back, a half. Almost back all the way to the preflop, I was going to say, we're three <laughs> points off from the, the preflop number there. North Carolina, now a seven and a half point favor with a total oh, of 66 a- and a half. Georgia State. Decided to kick the extra point. What a punt again by Texas. There you go. Down to the one. Down to the one. Uh, that moves. Alabama had, had had peaked back over double digits again. 
John, and uh, right now I'm not seeing a number off the board. Actually, back up seven and a half. So field position mattering there. If that's an extra yard, it probably would have been Alabama ten and a half. Still, now it's Alabama seven and a half because they're pinned inside the one. You know the punter's name? Go ahead. I don't know. I was just oh, asking. I don't, I don't, I don't. <laughs> Texas say Texas has had a great history of punters. Obviously, in recent years, uh, a game of course uh, that uh, my, uh, L.A. Ballman and my alma mater played in a few years ago in Houston, Texas, in the Texas Texas Bowl, where. Uh, where uh, you had a a, mm-hmm. a a kicker, Michael Dixon, punter, I should say, winning the bowl game's MVP. So good history of kickers down there in Texas, even though they need a needed a Bert Auburner place kicker to uh, to really help them out, and he is not so far today. Texas is punter, by the way, uh, John uh, uh, Daniel Trio. Okay, what a gr- what a day for Daniel Trejo then. What a day. It'll live in infamy in the Trejo family. All right, 28-10-2. Wake Forest found the end zone once again as well. I mean, this is, I will say this, for a week two that didn't have a lot going for it, uh, it has been absolutely incredible with this morning slate because these are some games that, that have actually been uh, very, very, I would say, solidly contested for the most part, although Miami is starting to pull ahead. Wake Forest is starting to pull ahead. Some really solid first halves there. Wake up 28-10 over Vanderbilt. Uh, your updated line for that contest, I've got in front of me right now, uh, this is... Off the board, so we'll see if uh, this gets updated unless you have a number uh, in front of you. I so don't see anything we'll update right now, that one when it comes up. All right, last couple of minutes here, and we have plenty left to get to uh, as this hour moves along. Now, we've gone through a lot of these games. We have not updated some of the biggest news, and we can expand on this game a little bit later. Sure. Uh, but it is worth noting for those who do not know, BYU later tonight in one of the bigger matchups, the top 25 matchup, Baylor and BYU. Cougars going to be with another top two receivers. Puka Nakua and Gunnar Romney are not going to play today for BYU. That number still sitting at about two, two and a half with a total of 54 and a half. Those numbers I'm reciting courtesy of BetMGM. But a fascinating game uh, considering what BYU looked like and the belief in this Baylor team from a lot of respected betters in the college football space. So this game just under a field goal with the news that BYU's top two receivers will not play. Yeah, I'm a little aggravated myself that I didn't take three and a half. I liked them even before the news yeah. uh, there, John. Uh, the one concern always as you have a team that is obviously playing at a very low elevation in Waco, mm-hmm. going to Provo, which is – not an easy place to particularly go and go play. Again, this is a future conference matchup. Yes. So this is a good little test for Baylor to get their players ready. Hey, we're going to have to make this trip basically once every three years probably uh, with the new realignment of the Big 12. But Baylor, why does this team keep getting disrespected? Yeah. Aranda, they win the Big 12 championship with Aranda last year. That team is good. Really good again. I'm kind of surprised that was – I, I, a three would have mm-hmm. made sense. I was surprised the three and the hook was around for so long. Now with these absences, I, I would actually look to play Baylor in the money line. I don't have a problem with that. And you didn't really see much move after the yeah. news of the top two receivers either. And I know that was out there in the space that maybe they weren't going to be available. Uh, but some spots only move the half point off of the three. Others move a full point from three and a half to two and a half. But to your point about like disrespect, for lack of a better term, uh, they're not a giant move there. Spencer Rattler leaves a touchdown on the field by overthrowing a wide-open receiver deep, uh, but they do convert it first down and 10 for South Carolina, down 21-9 against Arkansas. Bryce Young really does not look good today. Man. Looks like that Auburn game before the, the Magic late. Ohio State last week, Alabama this week. They're never as good as you think, folks. Live bet Saturday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the sports betting network. All right, ridiculous um, <laughs> set of events going down between Alabama and Texas. So to, to set the scene, for anybody who was wondering, so it's 10-10 uh, with about nine and a half, actually 10 minutes left to go. It's 9.50 or so in this the third quarter. Bryce Young, from his own end zone, uh, gets hit, spun down to the ground, looks like it's going to be a safety. Now, when you look at it again, he is on top of the defender. He gets spun down, so he's never really down all the way. On top of the defender, his hand gets down, and he looks like he throws a pass, the, which thus is incomplete. It should, it, we thought it was going to be a safety. That wasn't the case. They are reviewing it. For targeting, which I cannot tell what player would be called for targeting, I guess it would be... What, because we're calling targeting because Bryce Young's helmet moved? Because gravity was pulling him to the gra- pulling him down? I mean, what are we doing here? I mean, come on. That's not even... First off, it's definitely not targeting for one. Number two, it's not roughing the passer. Nobody's and number, and number three... I actually don't have a problem if they don't call a safety at first, right? Because he probably wasn't down, but that's intentional grounding, so that should be sa- that should be a safety on that. That is look in a game that that Texas has done everything humanly possible with yours getting hurt on a play where I don't know why people were complaining about roughing the passer there. That was a blatant drive the guy into the ground with the shoulder. Yeah. Um. And this, I mean, this is it's not even. First off, it's not it's not targeting for one, and it's absolutely absolutely not roughing the passer. Yeah. No way, no way that is roughing the passer. How is that targeting? The guy hit him in the, the guy hit him in the in, in the leg. That's ridiculous. Oh, what planet is that targeting? That's uh, that is exactly. <laughs> what? buddy, buddy, you got to be here until six. I'm, I'm Calm fine. down. That's fine. I'll be, be good, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be good, man. I'll be good, but. Come on, like I know I agree. Come on, and here's the thing: so they're reviewing this over and over again because you want to know what's happening. They're going, "Holy crap, this is nothing! What are we going to call right now as we're reviewing this?" They have no idea what <laughs> they, they're going to do you, when you, they come out here. You, you know what they could do? They could call it. A, they could just call it incomplete pass. And even well, though, did they throw the flag? You can't pick it up, well, right? If they called it targeting and not well, actually. We're now in a complicated scenario because if it was called roughing on the field, they're they're right. they're screwed. So there, this is, like, we can, this we is the no downside, audio. right? I was going to say, if not being able to have the sound when it comes to these, the player is not disqualified, but it looks like they're going to – yeah, you called it, so it's got to be targeting. It's going to be first and 10 it's Alabama. It's going to be Alabama first down because, <laughs> because the refs totally – oh, no. He just put up a signal for fourth down. All right, now I'm really confused. <laughs> Uh, well, well, we're gonna have to check Twitter now. We're gonna have to check Twitter. I have no idea how to. How, what? That's weird. Well, All regardless, right. regardless, I, regardless, at least, at least it's fourth down. Right. At least they got that portion right. Even though, I, if I'm Sarkeesian, I'm a little, a little aggravated. That I mean, it should be two that, points in your that, ball. That it's not twelve ten right now. It should be twelve ten with yeah. you receiving a kickoff right now. Yeah. That's that's exactly what it should be. Uh, but it is okay. So you're right. So it's going to be fourth and seven. Um, all right. Well. All right. Well, look. Look. At least they. At least they. 
They got rid of the got rid of the roughing call. I mean, that was at, that was a joke. At the end of the day, that is a really poor sequence of events for these officials and the way that this is called. That is in no way a penalty against Texas. No, no way. Because if that is something that holds up, in what world, like what are you supposed to do as a defender now as you move forward? when you're going after Bryce Young and opposing quarterbacks, when all you do is spin him to the ground because you're trying to get him down in his own end zone, he throws it away while he's in the grasp of somebody with nobody around, and instead of it being a safety, it is a penalty on you, but still fourth and seven. So I, that's a weird sequence of events, but that's pretty bad. Texas uh, should rightfully so feel somewhat screwed um, in this. This is absolutely incredible. I mean, that should be that should be 12. Again, it should be 12-10 on intentional grounding, even more so than, than if Young was down or not. Yes. Uh, it just, whatever. At least they took the targeting off. I mean, that was that was a joke. Oh, I also think we got an interception in Miami as Southern Miss was going in. Oh, look, they, they was going to bring that up. Yeah, they had a first and goal interception for the, the Hurricanes, huh? Yeah. Look at this. Miami now starting to flex Oh, and look muscles. at this. Get out of here. Third and 17. Here we go, baby. Wow. Told you they look from declared dead to somehow alive right now. Nothing worse than hope. But on a third and 17, a 62 yard touchdown reception from Antoine Wells Jr., we'll take it. South Carolina still alive, baby. So that was 12 and a half before the touchdown. I did, I, I guess, but down six, you go for one, right? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it doesn't really, well, yeah, yeah it doesn't make a difference. Yeah, You're down by four, I, down by I, five, yeah, whatever. It doesn't really make a difference. So assuming that they kicked the PAT, they did. So it's 21-16, Arkansas now. It is right on what a lot of the number was during the week. Mm-hmm. It is on eight and a half right now. Yep. You and I both got nine, which is good, uh, with a total of 53 and a half right now. I mean, from an, from an in-game standpoint, I think really you're not finding an edge either way. Like we no. talked about, South Carolina, this is the point we brought up. South Carolina has been operating on offense. It has been squandering opportunities, which has kind of screwed them early on. And you see the ability here. You know, when, when Spencer Rattler has a dude wide open downfield and he misses the throw, that's your offense operating at a decent level. You just don't execute. And now you see the explosive nature of this offense on that big touchdown. You're kind of where you're at like at the beginning of the game, which was this is where the rating is. This is where these two teams are. It's a tightly contested game. Now it's on whether or not Arkansas can, again, move downfield here. And now they can really move at their own pace because obviously you're into the second half with time left. Bam. What a wow. day, huh? Look at, see, this is going well. And by the way, we have games later today. Can I update our betting splits? One of our many betting tools up on vcin.com as we wait. Another flag in Texas, Alabama. Uh, how about Tennessee and Pitt later today? These are, oh, what a split here, huh? 76% of the handle, 75% of the bets on over 64 and a half between Tennessee and Pitt. Does that surprise you? doesn't surprise me. Oh, well, look, look, uh, there are some people in the space that say life is too short to bet, bet the under. But you're in a scenario here, John, where you're dealing with, and I know Pitt went crazy over last week against mm-hmm. West Virginia, and Tennessee went over thanks because Ball State decided to kick a field goal down by a billion points late. But don't you have to think with Narduzzi that with a, a even though I don't like Narduzzi, a week after his team played a horrible defensive game that they're at least going to have a better defensive plan, even though Tennessee's offense is much better than West Virginia's? Uh, I would say so, and I do think that they have the advantage on the line of scrimmage with their defensive line against that offensive line of Tennessee. We saw that was a little bit of a problem for Hendon Hooker in Tennessee a season ago, and part of it was Hooker, too. Sacks are very much misrepresented. A lot of people think they're just solely on the offensive line. Sometimes, obviously, quarterbacks have a share in that, and I think Hooker was part of the reason there. Uh, I would agree with your assessment. How about the skew? This is not surprising. Iowa State, Iowa earlier in the day, uh, 83% of the handle and 75% of the bets on the under between Iowa State and Iowa. That's not shocking, and I actually kind of – I hate the word contrarian because to me, when you just bet contrarian, you're not really doing anything except you know going against the grain uh, and doing nothing in terms of actually assessing why you're going in that direction. Um, but I will say, I think that this is a little overboard in terms of this number being down to, in some spots, 39 and a half, which you see there at BetMGM for this Iowa State-Iowa game later today. When you're as good as you are defensively, which, is Iowa, which Iowa is, remember, that can cause scoring opportunities as well. Tackles behind the line of scrimmage, set up a good field position for your offense, all of these things. I would not be surprised to see this game go over the total. I think the market might be getting a little overzealous with this total. Well, I mean, again, what we saw with our eyes last. Mm -hmm. And even though Iowa State last week looked good offensively against an FCS, everyone saw Iowa score seven points with two safeties. (laughs) So that's the big thing. By the way, Texas has a, a, a 
a decision that is very important here for Sarkeesian. It's fourth and one at the 15-yard line. We've already seen Sarkeesian blow it by having sending out his kicker on on the last play to have from the two-yard line and the kicker missed. Mm. You have to go here if you're Texas. You have, you know, of course not. You're going to kick the field. Texas, gonna lose, Texas, Texas, Texas is going to lose this game 17-16 because Sarkeesian's kicking field goals in scenarios where he's got to go. I'm, I'm, I'm very surprised because earlier there was the scenario which I thought they should go for it, and you said take the points. Now you think in, in, the in first, performance, the, though, in which their defense has shown – like, they are containing Bryce well, Young in Alabama. Well, that, that's the difference here. At the beginning of the game, we didn't know if Texas was going to be able to handle. Right, so you and want touchdowns. First, so I wanted field goal in that first drive. These last two drives, no, no. I flip back to what I normally am, Joe. That, that's, that's weird. That, but, but, to but, me, that doesn't make sense because if you're thinking in the first half is, we don't know if we can keep up with them. Let's take three as opposed to going for it and getting touchdowns that you might need. Now you're saying, we know they can't score. We need touchdowns. Here, here, here's, here's the biggest difference here, I'll say. Yeah. That first one was from the nine-yard line. So it's harder to score from the nine-yard line on fourth and goal than it is from the two on the last play of the, of the half. That was a go-for scenario. That was fourth and one. You have mm-hmm. an elite running back in Robinson. Your offensive line has had some problems at times today, but it's a yard. You get a yard right. with an elite running back. That's why I was okay with that. I understand I understand what you're saying there, John, where it may seem a little backwards, where your defense is cooking, where maybe you're thinking, oh, if I get, if I get any points here, maybe I'm able to hold them down the rest of the game. Yeah. It's still Alabama. It's still Bryce Young. I you're not winning this. You're not winning this game 13-10. Like you're just not winning this game 13 10. Let's see. Uh no, that's Alabama. So what, what, what's the live the live number right now is Bama five and a half, by the way. Still favored. Yeah, wow, that's in, I mean, again, when you have the power ratings this high, the, the market gets a little stubborn with it. But uh man, that's gonna be it's gonna be wild. All right. Uh, let's talk a little bit about what we're gonna see with Florida and Kentucky later today. Graham Hall is gonna join us to preview that matchup and a little bit more as Florida gets a crack at Kentucky. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the sports betting network. Start your football season on the right foot by subscribing to VSIN Pro. Get full access to everything we do. That includes our picks at a glance, daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests, and pro tips updated every hour with actionable insights to up your betting game. Sign up on our discounted football special. Get VSIN Pro access everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175. Go to VSIN.com slash subscribe for all your options and becomes part of the sports betting network. You heard my exasperated sigh as uh, Spencer Rattler tried to spin out of the pocket, got tripped up and sacked. So after a good defensive drive from the Gamecocks, they are going to punt this back to Arkansas. Uh, fourth and what do we got, like a 22. They're going to give this back to Arkansas via special teams. All right, let's talk a little bit about what we're going to see later today. Florida meeting Kentucky in a matchup that now is really sexy because of Anthony Richardson and what the Gators did over the weekend, the last weekend, against Utah. Graham Hall is with us, covers the Florida Gator for 24-7. Uh, thank you very much, Graham. Appreciate it. So let's just start here. Uh, after you watched Ar- excuse me, Arkansas, I got the Razorbacks on the brain. After you watched Florida and Utah, give me a two-parter here. One, your perception of Florida before the game and after the game, what changed for you after you watched what Richardson and the Gators were able to do in that win over the weekend? It's pretty amazing what coaching and a change in yep. scheme and just a fresh face that coach can really do for you. I, I think that that is the biggest thing for Florida that stands out. I think people knew that the roster was talented. If you go by 247 Sports' rankings of a team talent composite, they were number 12 in the nation. But coming off a 6-7 and seven finish from last season, going to a new quarterback, new defensive scheme, I think there certainly were a lot of questions. It was a resounding debut from a a success standpoint for Florida. I still think there are some depth concerns, absolutely, but Anthony Richardson lived up to the hype, and I think that you can get the, the consensus right now that this Florida team will go as he goes this season. If he makes some mistakes, absolutely, I think their prospects dwindle in games this season. He absolutely is capable of carrying them to some immense highs, and, and Florida fans, after beating a number seven ranked team, are already starting to wonder how high this team can climb right now. And I think we'll get a better taste of that this week against another top ten, not top 25 team, guys. Graham, defensively speaking, uh, Florida pretty darn solid last week against a good Utah offense. Now another high-end quarterback, and Will Levis comes to town here. What, what are you looking forward to from Florida's defense in this one? 
yeah, this is a very, I think, one-dimensional Kentucky offense right now, knowing what they are missing at running back, that Chris Rodriguez suspension that continues to linger over them, and then losing a, a guy to a torn ACL last week and, and having another guy miss the game. I mean, they're missing very capable rushers that is really going to push put a lot of pressure on Will Levis to go out there and make some throws. And I think that you saw last week that when he faces pressure, when he doesn't have the run game behind him, this is a guy that still is prone to a few mistakes. And Florida needs to find a way to take advantage of that. They've talked a lot about the benefit of takeaways, which sounds obvious, I think, to a lot of people out there. But when you win the turnover battle, you often win the game. Florida needs to do that. And it can't just be in the waning seconds like we saw against Utah with that game ceiling interception from Amari Bernie. They need to find ways to put pressure on Will Levis, force him into some errant throws and take advantage of that because absolutely you're getting a Kentucky team right now, in my opinion, that you could say is at their worst right now, knowing what they're going to get back, knowing that they're still getting some things worked out. This is a Florida defense that needs to take advantage of the situation at hand. So when we look at Florida from last week to this week, it does seem that there were, and rightfully so, right? A jump in the perception of the Gators. Uh, is there a point, though, where it gets a little bit too much? We saw them open up as a full touchdown favorite, uh, got down to about as low as four and a half. We're creeping our way back up after the Chris Rodriguez news. Do you think that from what you've seen and heard and the perception of this Gators team, have we gotten over our skis here a little bit in the evaluation of that team? I think it's certainly possible. I think you saw a Florida team that, you know, very healthy right now. They really aren't going to get any healthier than they are right now. And, and a lot of momentum behind them in that opener, the high of Billy Napier's debut. I think absolutely you could see that maybe we're getting a little bit of ahead of things right now. They still have to face SEC competition. And I don't mean any disrespect to Utah right now, but they're currently struggling with a team from their home state that no one expected them to be tied with this early in a game. So maybe this is not a win over a top 10 team. When we look back at this in two months and Florida really was, yeah, bestowed a little respect too early here right now. We'll get a much better taste of that when they have to play the Wildcats tonight here. And then when they have to go into Neyland Stadium against Tennessee in a couple of weeks here, there's still a little, little bit that I think this team needs to answer before we're really ready to sit back here and say, okay, this is a Florida team that is able to contend in the SEC East. All right, we'll get you out of here on this. The total opens up 47.5, bet up to as high as 53. Uh, what do you make from a scoring and pace standpoint later tonight? Yeah, I think the Florida covers. I think they win by double digits. I think Kentucky is going to keep up. I can see them putting 21-plus on this Florida defense. But I think with Anthony Richardson, the, the stable of backs that Florida has, and Ricky Pearsall getting more involved in the passing game, you're going to see Florida take advantage of this Kentucky defense that I do not think is better than Utah's right now. Outside of those linebackers and getting Jordan Wright is obviously huge for the Wildcats. I think that Florida has a chance to hang 30-plus on Kentucky. I think they go over the 50-point total today. Graham, we appreciate it. As always, follow him on Twitter at Graham Hall underscore covers Florida Gators for 247 Sports. Thanks a lot, man. My pleasure. Y'all take care out there. You too. You too. All right, let's get a couple of updates in uh, for mm -hmm. these games that we're watching. First off, uh, it did look like Arkansas had set themselves up inside the five-yard line for a big run, uh, but what looked like a holding call. It was. We yep. got very fortunate we there, did. Uh, John. We are in desperate need of South Carolina holding them to three yes. for our South Carolina plus nine bets. Yes. Uh, and again, we need South Carolina to hold up its end of the bargain on offense. Uh, but a 21-16 game, again, that big play called back for Arkansas. And Texas, uh, they are trying to make something Look out of at nothing. Hudson Card. Second and 19 is converted as Hudson wow. Card takes off. Does come up a, a little lame, but he looks like he's going to be fine. But he definitely does have a little bit of a limp there uh, as he gets back to the huddle. So Texas staying alive with about, what do we got? Uh, two, two, two and change to okay. go in the third. Here you go, John. We are very close. Alabama's only two and a half now. We are very close to finally seeing the 21-point underdog flip to a favorite here. And they even if they just take a few more minutes off the clock and move down the field here, they're going to flip to a favorite on this drive. If they get if they get in field goal range, I was going to say convert will. a first down. So I I would think when you look at this and you know so Elliot asked it in our ears, what's the buy point when it comes to this game? Uh, when it <laughs> I, well, you're look if you're looking to buy, you're looking to buy on Alabama. Of course, you're not looking to chase with Texas. I think that's the thing that you're evaluating here because with everything that we have discussed at this point, it is still only a three point game. Uh, and Alabama, despite the fact they've not been able to move the ball, still finds themselves in position of a one score game. So if you hold them to a field goal, Texas, you'd assume is going to become the favorite in this game up 16 to 10. And that would be a point where I think you're looking to back Alabama. 
I think if you get Alabama as an underdog at any point in this game, you have to fire. Yeah. But I will say this, though. I mean, what, I'll ask you. Let, yeah. Let's add to the question. Go ahead. What's your buy point? You are sitting on Texas plus 21. I mean, I, I, Do I, you at one point want to set something up for yourself? I, I, I'm kind of amazed I haven't already, which I am. I'm surprised. I I almost took the 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 double the double digits at halftime to ten and a half. Yeah, but I didn't do it. Look, I, the one thing is, at some point you expect Alabama to have a drive against Texas's defense, but Texas's defense has been awesome in this game. And sometimes, again, you got to give. Once you're watching the games, mm-hmm. you have to get rid of your preconceived notions if you're betting this in game. At some point, and you're there at this point, like early in the game, you still keep some preconceived notions. But right now, Texas is clearly the better team in this football mm-hmm. game. And again, I don't want to harp on it because it's not actionable right now because it's card. If yours was in this game, Texas is probably up double digits right now. That's really how crazy chance. this is. There's a really good chance because we saw in that first half, one of the main weapons of viewers was the deep ball, and they were winning in those matchups. They were winning every time. Yep, and it, ultimately with viewers going down, they can't really go back to that, but still executing it. And the, the the big part about this, though, is, again, the lack of execution by Alabama's offense. Bryce Young and Alabama look extremely uncomfortable. It is it is wild to see how uncomfortable they've looked up to this point. So, again, uh, right now, 13-10, Texas driving. They are on the Alabama side of the field. They have a third and two in that match. We'll see if they convert. And Arkansas doing their two best to, to get back into the end zone. We're going to have a first and second goal here with about the two-yard line for our, uh, Arkansas. Also, John, in a game that hopefully hopefully you didn't hop in at halftime in North Carolina. No. Because this has been all Georgia State. Third quarter, huh? 18-0 in the third quarter. 28-21. Panthers have hopped out in front in that one. So the seven-point underdog closing. Now you're betting favorite. Laying a point and a half or minus 130 on there, make it two and a half on the spread now in Georgia State, minus 150. Uh, wow, a total flip in that second half. North Carolina kind of doing what they did in the fourth quarter last week against Appalachian State a quarter early. And update two on the uh, the friendship second half play for Miami and Southern Miss. We're going to get a, miss. Yep, we're going to get a touchdown for Miami that is going to put them up 30 to 7 with uh, what you would assume is an extra point pending. But this uh, third quarter. Has gone very well for the Hurricanes after a real. Actually, and this is the, we're into the fourth already. So the second half has gone extremely well for Miami, a team that was down seven three late into the second, took a ten seven lead at halftime. Now up essentially thirty one to seven. Again, extra point on the way. So yeah, that, it, very impressive by Miami after really, really messing around for an extended yep. period of time, looking like a top twenty five team, looking like the top fifteen team with that's who on the horizon with Texas A and M next yep. week. So uh, look ahead for a half. Now look ahead in the second half. Also, one last note on Alabama and uh, and and Texas. Alabama has fourteen penalties in three quarters. Yeah, well, and that's you know, that's, that's that might be the most amazing thing to come out of this game. That and like that's what's kept Arkansas from pulling away in this game too. Their penalties have killed them. All right, we'll take a break. We come back. We wrap up the first portion of Live Bet Saturday here on VCN the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the sports betting network. Attention, BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Well, here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer a Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account and click on the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up, makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once they place a bet with their bonus and the wager is settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement at BetMGM and get a $50 bonus. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable site credit. Site credit expires in 30 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. A potential backbreaker, dare I say. Could you imagine? (laughs) 14 seconds left to go, or 14 seconds, 14 minutes left to go, and... uh, Arkansas is up on top 28 to 16, only 12 point game with a nine point spread pre flop. So, so plenty of time for South Carolina. Uh, from a straight up win perspective, it might be a, a little bit of a backbreaker, but we'll see if that's going to be the case. South Carolina has had its opportunities, but ultimately not the case. And the moment we have been waiting for, it has arrived. The Texas Longhorns are favored to beat the number one ranked Alabama Crimson Tide up 13 10, third and five. 13 and change left to go in the fourth quarter, and they are inside the 10-yard line. Here's all I'll say right now. Well, something not good just happened to Texas based on my odd, my odds board. So I'll if say it just, that. If it just flipped on Alabama <laughs> minus six, so, so then we so, got a problem. So something not good just happened to Alabama. The interesting thing with that is Alabama plus the point and a half and Alabama money line were the same. So mm-hmm. take the point and a half if you're still there. But I'm going to say something uh, along the lines of not getting the first down so Sarkeesian can kick another chippy field goal and lose the game 17-16 can happen now. See, now, now this is, and we'll check the bot, right, because there's great sites that give you win probability and whatnot. This is probably a kick. I mean, no, but here's the thing. So this is where, again, like there's if you're kicking this, you're making a one-score game a one-score game. Cor- correct. You give Alabama the opportunity to go down, score a touchdown, kick an extra point. So congratulations, you went up six. This is where you can get the drive and still win this game. Well, I, again, it's obviously going to be a field goal attempt from Sarkeesian. I don't think you expect anything else. What I'm curious is what the win probability models say about a situation like this on a fourth and four, only up three in the fourth quarter at home. Well, that missed field goal at the end of the half is really the really the big one. Now. Stop crushing that kid. That that's the big one now. I look. I, I, uh, I I'll say I'll say this, John. I'll say this. At sixteen ten now, in a game where Alabama has done. Nothing offensively. Alabama seventy-seven yards passing mm-hmm. with the Heisman, with the reigning he, with the reigning Heisman, seventy-seven yards passing. This is essentially the Auburn game all over again from last year, where Auburn really dominated the game, should have won the game outright, and of course Bigsby goes out of bounds, and then Bama gets the drive, and then uh, there's a lack of fortitude from Brian Harson to go for two in the overtime, and then of course Alabama holds on and wins and ends up playing in a national title game. I this box score is a domination in yep. favor of Texas. So let's see, let's see if Texas's defense can do it one more time. Because you're at one point now, one more time. If if Texas can get a stop, one more field goal, 19-10, that might be that might be it. That might be Texas winning the game. By the way, we're at a pick right now. We're at a pick. Across the board, Bama is still favored minus one forty. Yeah, when we get the, uh, I'm really curious to see what what it looks like from a, a win probability standpoint and the decision to go for it, what the differences are there. 
uh, and we'll update that once those numbers update uh, as well. So with that, other updates as we look around. Again, Texas now very much favored to win this game against Alabama, the number one Crimson Tide. Um, looking around at what we have seen, we've kind of reached a little bit of a stalemate when it comes to some of these games. Did South Carolina turn the ball over? Oh, they sure did fumble. Yeah? Okay. Sure so, did. I was going to say, yeah. I thought South Carolina had the ball. And then you yeah. look up and Arkansas's yeah. got it uh, on the South Carolina 31-yard line. And this has been a problem uh, and they, for them. And they just, uh, they and just had them for a loss of five and they let them get a three-yard game. That's oh, low-key been the problem for South yeah. Carolina in this game. The tackling has been extremely poor as well. And uh, that has also kind of killed them in this spot the inability to get guys down behind the line of scrimmage. And that's what happens when you're a million pounds, right? That's like the average weight, I think, for these Arkansas players on offense. Uh, they are absolutely massive. They're big. And they are hauls to bring down uh, at this point. Also, uh, Notre Dame and Marshall underway. Notre Dame, uh, Marcus Freeman punting from plus territory on fourth and four. I got to tell you, well, this obviously the jury is very much still out when it comes to Freeman and his uh, ability as a game manager. Punting down 11 with four minutes left to go yeah, in the Ohio great. State game. This decision right here, uh, I'm telling you, Mar- Marshall in this game is going to be it's a really intriguing contest for a 20-and-a-half-point spread, given what we know about this offense in Notre Dame at this point. We love the defense, but Ty Buckner in this Notre Dame offense is a very big question mark. Very big. 18-and-a-half now live. 17-and-a-half, uh, I should say, excuse me, uh, live right now on Marshall, who, again, a little bit surprised Notre Dame got as much love in the market as we said before. Mm-hmm. You're 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 dealing with a team that was, I guess, technically impressive in defeat, but still they still lost the game pretty comfortably in the end to Ohio State. So a little bit surprising to see as much love as they got in the market, John. Yeah, really surprised. All right, so with that, as we look around, we have later games today too. Uh, we've talked a lot about some of the bigger contests on the board, right? We've touched on on many of these games that we're going to see between the ranked teams, all the other foes. We've talked USC. Any other game, I'll ask you this. You've got a lot going on. Any <laughs> of the later games that we have yet to hit on uh, that you've got a wager on? Yeah, so let's let's start with the ones that are starting in the next 40 minutes real yep. quick. Let's start uh, in a game that is, uh, that is on big CBS tonight, actually, amazingly enough, yes. and that's Air Force against uh, our guy Mike Pritchard's alma mater in Colorado. The Buffs played well for a half last week, and then the wheels came completely off against TCU. Air Force last week, again, it was an FCS opponent, but a good FCS in Northern Iowa. John, while the game had the, while they had the starters in, total domination. Yep. Easy cover. They're only four. They're your bigger favorite today than they were last week against Northern Iowa, which was kind of bizarre to me. Uh, but I, I like Air Force a whole lot. Uh, there were some 17s earlier in the day. I took the, took it again at 17, so I took 17.5 last night. I think that's good. I think that's a rolling by Air Force. Another laying of the lumber, 34.5 with Michigan State against Akron. Fade the Mac blindly has worked so far this year. I think it works there with Mel Tucker and company. Kansas popped the 14 this morning, grabbed that against West Virginia. A little surprising there. Uh, I'm on Kentucky getting six, so I'm against the herd on that one. I think Kentucky can stay in that game. I think their defense will do actually a better job than Utah did because you know what you're getting out of Anthony Richardson now. Tulsa minus six against Northern Illinois. Uh, We'll we'll go with with Tulsa, who only outgained Wyoming by 200 yards last week and found a way to lose. Pretty impressive there. So we'll lay six with Tulsa against Northern Illinois. Uh, A really good game out west in Fresno. Uh, Fresno gets an opportunity against a Pac-12 team at home, but I like the Beavers, who looked very good last week in a thumping of Boise State. Pick on the Beavers. And then Nevada, you can actually do much better than I did. You can get two and a half now in some spots, mostly three now in Nevada against Incarnate Word and a good FBS versus FCS matchup. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, For me, later today, three plays. Actually, one's going to get kicked off here in just over an hour. Uh, UNLV catching 13 at Cal. I'm really intrigued by this UNLV team. I think there is a, a real upgrade when it comes to the personnel. They actually do have some Power 5 talent on this squad that ultimately could have made it on their teams and transferred in, specifically a wide receiver. Uh, this team is much better than given credit for, and Idaho State isn't really an opponent to write home about, uh, but clearly a much better team than Idaho State in that beatdown of them in Week 0. So that's going to get kicked off here against Cal, who a team, by the way, offensively, still a lot of questions about Cal and how effective <laughs> they could be. Uh, Stanford, plus 9.5. We talked about this quite a bit. This number's down to about an 8.5. I think there's a couple of 9s still out there. But I will just invoke this one last time. Three of the first four drives for Rice in that game going inside of the USC 12-yard line, two of them turning into touchdowns, one of them turning into a pick six. That defense is still very much, very much a weakness for USC. Tanner McKee and the Cardinal are going to push them a lot more 
than Rice did, and Rice pushed them a little bit in that first half. And then Baylor catching two and a half against BYU. The news, of course, the two top receivers for BYU aren't going to be available. Uh, but kind of to your point, Jeff, this is a little bit of a disrespected maybe or just a team that is undervalued by the market. Dave Aranda is one of the few guys mm-hmm. I think that from a court, from a play-calling standpoint will maximize your talent defensively, and I think they're going to do just that with Baylor. So give me the Bears on the road against BYU in this spot. Man. The bot has an update. I want to see what the win probability was. We haven't seen it yet. You know, John, Baylor-BYU is really going to be a good – and, again, I like Baylor in that game as well. But that is going to be a real good test to see where both of those teams are at. Right. And if, B, if BYU can win that game without their two best pass catchers, that BYU team may have been undervalued going into the season. I know I know everyone loved South Florida last week against BYU because the humidity is too hard for the right. for, uh, for, uh, for, for BYU to uh, – to have uh, handled it, and that game was over in about 16 seconds. That defense was so bad. You knew it was going to be a problem for South Florida, but yeah. that was... Uh, yeah, well, you didn't expect 35 nothing in, in 20 minutes. Yeah. Speaking of 35, that's how many points Arkansas has. 35-16 the score there. And uh, don't look now. Uh, Alabama, a third and three, nine-ish left to go on the clock, and they are in Texas territory. Six-point lead. It's only a one-score game, so we'll see if Bama can actually pull this off as they are on the road as... At this point, from an in-game perspective, what are we at? Still a small underdog against the Texas Longhorns. Third and three. We'll see if uh, if Alabama can convert, keep this drive alive, nope. and maintain hope. They cannot. Guess what? Life at Saturday is not done. They'll take you home for the rest of the day. I'm still here. There he is. <laughs> Jeff Parle is going to stick around. Plenty left to get to here on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.